Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works. And why not join our community? Simply search for Whatever Works at mewe.com and get stuck in. I think I'm ready to go too. Shall we start normally this week? Shall we actually start a proper show in the normal yeah, way? Yeah, we'll good start afternoon. normally, <laughs> that's no good. Well, then people would expect some nonsense from us, don't they? Hello everyone, we're back. Guten Tag allerseits, wie geht es euch? Yes, bonjour and come on to Peltu. Absolutely, um, hello there. Hello Aidan, how are you? I'm very well. I'm, I'm, I hear yes. that you're covered in acid. Oh, do you know what? I just wanted to get two new batteries for my Zoom. And I went to my battery box and I found, you know, when they wrap up AA batteries sort of tightly in plastic and you, the easiest way to open them is to sort of twist them counter to yeah. each other. Well, I got this thing and I twisted it and suddenly it burst open in a shower of dried up battery acid That's and bits terrible, of terminal. And I thought, oh, these batteries have passed it. Are they, so, were they really old? They, yeah, they must have been absolutely ancient. I mean, I'm, I had my friend Ted Salmon waiting on Skype, so I didn't waste any time. I just put it all down and came running back in with a decent pair of batteries. So I'll have to go and clean up the detritus later. But um, mm. yeah, that was a bit of an experience. I washed my hands though, but I'm not. I'm not actually recording this podcast with acid fingers. That's um, that's a bit of a worry though, isn't it? Because that could happen to anyone. Um, and they can't be old enough to have not had that twisty plastic thing on. I they tell you what, they are, yeah, no, but they're probably. Uh, you know, sometimes when you buy goods, you get these cheap, not very good batteries with them. Uh, it's probably yeah. a couple of those that have been sat in the bottom of that box for ten years, and I just decided to open them this afternoon. Yes, yes, well, um, maybe... Ne- what make are they? Some Oh, Chinese I don't know, Ted, as I say it. Yeah, probably. Ning, Ning Ya Po or something. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Listen, no, talking probably, of... I've, I've warned you about that before. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Talk- <laughs> no, 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 me first. I want to know, talking of batteries, I want to know how yeah. you got on with your battery-powered lawnmower. Have you used oh, it? Oh, the lawnmower. Yes. Before I, t- before I tell you about that, I'll get told off by Steve if I don't say. It's oh, show yes, 161, yes, <laughs> and it's the end of April... 2022 and we're heading towards summer okay steve and don't forget that the miwi group is there do join us there and the whatever works dot works is our website so all the stuff is there if you get lost go to tedsalmon.com links to everything there and aiden can be found at aidenbell.com the um grass cutting with the yard force 40v to which you refer yes sir was a delight oh super Excellent. It was really nice. The, the battery, I've, I've only done one cut so far. I'm, I'm going to be doing the, the second one tomorrow, but I, I purposely didn't recharge the battery because the battery is, they said it will recharge in 50 minutes from flat to full. So we, we want to see how long, yes, how yes, well it okay. goes. But in the interim, um, my dad actually has had some um, problems, health problems, and it's clear that he's not going to be fit to cut the grass if for if ever, then mm-hmm. certainly for the foreseeable. So it's going to be my job. So it's a good job that we got this cordless lawnmower, and um, I um, my recommendation of covering the thing with a big plastic bag and graveling it didn't go down very well but there you go they like their lawn i mean i i certainly admire you for wanting to do a proper test and run it flat and see how long it takes to charge up but i mean the point is if it's really efficient how many times are you going to have to cut your lawn before the thing goes flat and you can do a charge test yeah. 
Exactly. It could well be. I don't know is, is the answer. Right. It doesn't seem very clear, except that that one person on um, the Amazon reviews said that they had one huge lawn and one medium-sized lawn, and it did that and didn't run out. That was all the, wow. the clue we had. So, uh, yes, it could well do the second cut, the third cut, the fourth cut. And the, the only danger is that one day it, I'll be halfway through, but it only yes. takes 50 exactly. minutes to yes. charge it. So, anyway, it's really nice. It cuts it nicely. <laughs> The, the box thingy on the back is quite logical about how it goes on and off. And um, it runs beautifully. It's very nice. I'm very pleased with it. And so is Dad, except that he's not been able to, uh, allowed to use it. It's a bit like that um, still using electron, electric um, razor that I brought on that I still haven't charged since I bought it. Bef- you know, as COVID broke, I bought this right. shaver for doing my hair and I've used it every two or three or four weeks since then, and it still hasn't run out of battery and needed charging yet. Absolutely brilliant. Oh. Actually, I need to get another one. I need to... Can you... I'll, I'll get the link from that for you because I'll put it in the show notes because, again because um, I need to get a new one because mine really is about to die. I was cutting my hair the other day and and it was just like, is this going to make it? And it was fully charged. <laughs> oh, it is fabulous. And if you remember when I brought it back again on as a as a still using, somebody else also commented on Miwe that they had the same one and were very. I think it was one of the Ian's. Forgive me okay. for not remembering. Was was very pleased with it as well. We'll expect a link for that then. Hey, talking of gadgets, I've got to tell you, um, I'm doing another filming job next week, going to Germany to make one of my famous river ship safety films, and we have to record in sound, which is unusual for me because normally we do these in silence and it's to record a voice over later so a friend of mine has just lent me a zoom f8n which Ooh. i is sort of the mother of all zooms i think it's uh, zoom as i'm sure people know is, is the, the, the recording device which many many people have and the f8n is a field recorder i think it's got eight inputs and it makes you coffee and massages your shoulders and nice. uh, it's really beautiful thing and i'm going to be spending quite a while on youtube learning how to use it before i go away next week i think I think you'll find that it's fairly intuitive. The, yes. the Zoom the Zoom recorders tend to be quite straightforward. Um, but yeah, eight inputs. And you'll probably find that the, you can buy the module for the top that puts another two in. So you could have ten. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the chap who's lent it to me, it actually comes in its lovely little chintzy blue case. And it's got in there, I think, uh, six or seven tra- receivers, which he uses for radio mics. Because, I mean, he's a professional soundman, so he'll use it to its full extent. Um, right. Yeah, great fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, and it's got a, an extra external battery power <clears throat> excuse me those frogs are back it's spring uh, oh, yeah dear. great fun anyway i just thought i'd, I'd, I'd let very you good know that. no i'm really jealous because even though i don't need it at all it's a wonderful gadget and i'd love to have one yes and i'm, I'm sitting here looking at my zoom h6 and i've got like three inputs into it but i really don't need you know it's got a, another five i can use and there's only three of them being used and two of those are backups and you think to yourself this is a bit over the top really <laughs> totally it's it's the classic i wish i wanted one of those category yeah. that we keep saying we should invent but i'm having the fun of owning this thing for a few days and using yeah, it yeah. next week and realizing that i really don't need it at all well, you had a you had a um, an F series one before, didn't you? An F six wasn't. I it? bought an F six for a filming job, yeah. and then COVID hit, and I sold it on again That's without right, having yeah. used it once. And the one I have at the moment, which I'm speaking into as I speak, 
um, is a Zoom. It's, it's an ancient H2, one of the very yeah, early simple yeah. ones. And you've got one that's a little higher up the market than that, haven't you? You've got the H2N. H2N, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and they're really dinky and nice and portable, and you can run them on um, battery. Well, you can run the H6 on batteries too, yes. but you wouldn't you wouldn't want to because they'd last about ten minutes. Exactly. <laughs> but listen, before we send everybody to sleep, let's talk about something that's not oh. quite so techy. Okay. Um. Yes. Right now, my shower. I said I would feed back on. That. Yes. And I had the shower fitted, and I think the last time we spoke, I hadn't actually stepped into it, but I have now, and it's great. It's huge, massive, great big space. They they purposely made it really big, and they made it with a strong floor for my weight and blah, 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 and it's really, really oh, nice. Oh, excellent. The only problem was, with the whole job, <clears throat> was that, um, that when they refitted the toilet, it was leaking. Um, round, not not terribly leaking, but just a little bit leaking, and it was just on the floor. And and the the Mike, the the builder chappy, who came back and he had a look at it. He said, "Yeah, there's a leak in it round the back." And he said, "That's always been there." And I said, "Well, it hasn't because it hasn't been leaked." Anyway, what we concluded was that this leak probably had always been there, or been there for a long time, and the um. The, this could have contributed to what the, the the wetness going into the floor, you see. Yeah. And it just and that was part of the original problem. Anyway, so he's come back this very morning, delaying our recording, and fitted me a new toilet, and it's all shiny and bright. And here's here's a top tip for you: when someone fits a new toilet for you, don't let them take away your old toilet seat because the one he was going to leave me with, which came with this cheapo toilet. It was just horrible. It was plasticky, rubbish toilet seat. And my lovely one, I, I got it back off him. I said, can you put that ah, back on? Lovely. Yeah, now, I never thought right. this is anything I'd ask you on the show, but have you used the toilet before you came on the show today, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not been used yet, although I did flush it. When, when, after he left a few minutes ago, I flushed it, and it, it didn't seem to be leaking. Oh, so. such fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very good indeed. Uh, forget this. Move on. Total failure. Trying to find a signal. Ah, <laughs> oh, you see, you're reading sonouts out loud, there, Ted. I was. I decided I wouldn't bore the listeners with the fact that for the second year running, I failed to find a magnetic USB charger oh, cable yeah. where the magnet belongs that. to the full size USB end of the cable, not the chintzy little yeah, USB C yeah. end of the cable. If anybody knows where there is one, I will sell my house for you. <laughs> I, I, I actually went and when you put that in the MeWe group. I went and looked myself and I hunted all over, as I did about a year ago when you raised it yeah. before, and I can't find one. For love nor money. I tell you what I it really is. Can't. It's... You know, we all know why they're there. They're, you know, you have them so that if you suddenly, if you catch the cable of your device, rather than yanking your device to the floor and breaking it, you simply pull the cable out. Makes great sense. My problem is I want this for when I'm travelling and I'm in a hotel and I plug the thing into a hotel socket elsewhere in the room and run the cable across to my bed where I have my phone. And the problem is you could trip over at either end. You could equally well and probably more likely trip over and catch yourself on the plug end of the cable than the phone end of the cable. Yeah, Therefore, yeah. I want a trip, uh, an, a, you know, a magnetic release at the plug end. But can I find yeah. one? I cannot. No. Let's move on. No, <laughs> and nor can I. So um, I think that's a lost cause unless you make get someone to make you one, some clever Yes, bod. maybe I should go into business there. 
Yeah, Russell Hobbs hand blender is next. Same to 200 you. Two hundred watts. The the story behind the hand blender is not really about the hand blender, which is actually great. It makes when when we make soup, it's just nice. When you've made soup and it sits in the fridge for a couple of days or a day or whatever, yeah. I think it's nice to kind of pep it up with a blend, and it makes it all nice before you then uh, heat it. And yes. Eat it. Yes. Right. So I got this hand blender. Anyway, I was going on to get this hand blender to. Um, to Amazon and I noticed in the corner there that instead of paying £14 something for a new one there was a £9 option and it was renewed from Amazon Warehouse so I thought oh yeah probably some bods sent that back because it's crap Yes. Um, but actually it said underneath this it said it's guaranteed by Amazon as if new, it is as new and all normal returns still apply so I thought right okay then I'm going to save five quid here and um, went and got it, and, and sure enough, it's absolutely perfect. The box was damaged, but they said it, the box might be damaged. And I think ah. that maybe someone's just got it as a present or something and sent it back. Um, so there was, yeah, the, the box had sellotape round it. And but that's there, there nice. Even... I approve of that. It's less waste in the world. And if it still yeah, works definitely. for you, you don't need the box, do you? It's not like keeping exactly. a phone box for selling it on or anything. It even had that three-pin plug plastic thingy on the three pins. Yes. So I, I reckon it has not been used at all. There was a very small black mm. mark on the side of it, but I, I, I really, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. It really is absolutely fine. So check out Amazon warehouse deals and check out the returns policy because it seems that often they're just the same as buying new anyway, and you can save you know some money on that. You see, I wondered what happened to all those things I keep sending back to Amazon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your shovels. Oh no, you didn't send those back, did you? No, in the no. I mean, I've. It's, do you want to know Three or four times now, I've had that thing where I've gone online and said, "Sorry, this isn't suitable. I want to send it back," and they send a reply saying, "That's all right. You can keep it. We'll refund you anyway." Yeah, that's right. I like that game. Ian Barton brings us <clears throat> classic examples of useless information and some that isn't. Ian says, I was browsing through some old family documents. My father served in the 8th Army in World War II and took part in the campaigns in Africa and Italy. He was issued with a pamphlet containing some useful phrases in Italian. One of these was an Italian translation of an English phrase, The second postillion has been struck by lightning. Where is the British consul? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Monty Python, isn't it? My umbrella is full of eels. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the stagecoach, says Ian, had been obsolete. No, hovercraft, hovercraft. Sorry, I have to correct you on the, the etiquette of, of... Oh, it's um, hovercraft, of, of course Monty it is, Python. yes. It's, it's, hovercraft is full I of eels. I beg your pardon. Well, I'd be no use as a spy, <laughs> would I? The stagecoach has been obsolete for many years, In had been for many years in the 1940s, says Ian. Now, I'm not sure what that link is. Is a postillion a stagecoach? I presume it must be. Um, yes, I think Ian it says is. the I postillion has is, been yeah. struck by lightning. Yeah. Where's the British consul? The stagecoach had been obsolete for many years. Yeah, so I yeah, presume yeah, a postillion yeah. is the stagecoach. In any case, completely useless. However, Ian goes on, it turns out that learning Latin was a useful skill. Dad had to converse with a Catholic priest. Neither spoke the other's language, but they had both learned Latin at school. Yes, I've experienced that. Yeah. I speak a little bit of German. And once or twice I've come across people who, you know, who come from Latvia or Hungary or wherever. And we meet in the middle with our broken German. And it is quite fun doing that. 
It is indeed. My dad um, is old enough to have done Latin at school. Yes. And he, and well, until quite recently, he would quite often come up with some word and say, oh, yeah, that means, uh, that word, that's where that came from, blah, 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 you know. Yes. And, and he, he would have this spattering of Latin. And, of course, um, doctors and medical people often need to learn um, Latin still, uh, I believe, because it, it litters itself through the medical profession as well to some degree. So, yeah, although, I mean, I've never, ever learned anything latin except post hoc de proc and that was just from a comedy sketch <laughs> <laughs> well i say if somebody offers to teach you latin carpe diem <laughs> oh. whatever that means it means seize the day have you not seen dead poet uh, society <laughs> i have yeah but i wouldn't have remembered that <laughs> i really liked that film at one time right thank you ian anyway that's good stuff enough of latin for today i'm oh, sorry you, yes yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to um, Amazon bashing now. Yes. And the the warning here, really, t- this is a Ted's Top Tip almost. Do you want to do the jingle? Go on, then. Ted's Top Tips, Ted's Top Tips, Ted's Top Tips. And the jingle means that this is a top tip, of course. And the top tip is be careful buying stuff from Amazon's third-party sellers because we reckon that we've constantly bought these Amazon... uh, Sorry, these um, Kenko coffee pods, which I know you'll spit at because you're such a coffee purist. No, 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 no. no. We like them. Right. Um, And we've... Just now and again, we have a um, an explosion in the machine. The pod just explodes. And this <laughs> latest batch we had, this happens maybe once every three months or something, or two months. And then you chuck that box away and get another box out, and they're okay. This is um, Amazon on Subscribe and Save, you see. And they come from these no-name Chinese companies, third-party sellers. Yeah, yes. And, I, and I, we're convinced that, that a lot of them are fake. And they're not the genuine thing. Because if you ever buy them from supermarkets, mainstream in the UK, they never, ever do this. Um, so there's my top tip. Be, be careful of fakes on Amazon, particularly from third-party sellers. And we worked out the maths, actually. And if you're careful about buying from supermarkets at the right time, you don't actually spend that much more money, maybe 50p per 16 pods or something. I mean, even if you have to pay full price, they're not that bad. So this subscribe and save thing at Amazon, we've ditched, knocked on the head, and we want no more fakes. I kind of like the idea of exploding coffee, actually. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Do you know what? I've never had any experience of coffee pods, and I don't know anyone who uses coffee pods, so I really can't comment. The closest I've ever come is, you know, these um, sort of instant filters where you have a filter coffee but it's a plastic filter that's already oh, built yeah. in and you just filter your coffee rum boats yeah that's the one that's the i've so i mean i really can't comment i imagine these coffee pods are very clever i, I believe that these days they're somewhat frowned upon by environmentalists aren't they because they use quite a lot of plastic yeah yeah but, i suppose um, that is true yeah no i I, you, I mean i mean you and chris kelly would would obviously disagree with me but but actually i think they do a really good job the the coffee that it makes in these machines to me, tastes as good as you get in a coffee shop down the road. Now, and and you and Chris probably think that that's not good enough, but for me, that is a, a good enough, you know. Well, no, I'll, I'll have to come around for a cup of coffee and find out, Ted, because I am very curious about them. Indeed. Now, talking of feeding other creatures, how's that for a slinky link? Yeah. <laughs> Glyn Stone posted on the Poor Hut Automatic Pet Dog Cat Feeder. Oh, yeah. Now, Glenn says, this automatic cat-dog feeder has been brilliant so far. Our cat used to be meowing at four in the morning for his breakfast. 
I now set the feeder to feed him at 4.15. Well, why not feed him at four? Why does he have to wait 15 minutes? <laughs> Perhaps he likes the meowing bit. <laughs> he then leaves us alone, says Glyn. I load it up every evening for the following day and the feeder does the rest. You have a digital clock and timer that you can set to your cat's feed times. When it's food time, it plays a little tune. It wasn't long before my cat was used to hearing the tune and now goes flying into the kitchen whenever he hears it. <laughs> well, pa Pavlov will be proud of it. Oh, he? Pavlov's cat or what? Absolutely, Ted. <laughs> also, we have had a night, a night, we've had nights away and left our cat at home rather than take him to the cattery. The feeder would keep our cat going for a couple of days away. Definitely recommended, even at £35. Well, to be honest, I don't think 35 is a great deal of money, especially as I was just thinking, if you go away, Glyn, and leave the cat alone in the house, you definitely need one that's reliable and not going to sort of clog up and suddenly not feed your cat. Um, yeah. yeah, these are great fun. I mean, I've got one of these. I've actually put some pictures in our recording notes for you to see, Ted. Perhaps we can share them on the group for our dear listeners. I've got one in the garden. I built a hedgehog house. You may remember I taught hedgehogs how to use a cat flap to get into oh, this yeah. hedgehog restaurant that I've built for them. And I've put one of these machines in it. Um, in it, uh, which automatically feeds hedgehog food to them once a day, which is very Aiden and very Heath Robertson and very camp. Um, so, yes, Glyn, I, I thoroughly approve of these. And if you've got a more sensible thing to feed, like a pet or a dog, I, I, I thoroughly approve. OK, I'm looking at your picture of your hedgehog setup, and I can't see how it works. Well, the, Explain. It, it's a, it, I've, I've built a brick house, a small brick yeah. house for the hedgehogs, which is a sort of, yeah. you know, a half a metre square. That the hedgehog, yeah. And I've put a cat flap on it, which you may remember, dear listener, a year or so ago, I was talking about how I actually trained the hedgehogs to use the cat flap. The point yeah. of the cat flap is it keeps the rats out. The hedgehogs yeah. go in and inside there's a taller end, a sort of chimney end, where I've put in, built in uh, one of these automatic feeders. So the automatic yeah, but, feeder but is... how does it work, though? Well, it's full how of hedgehog it... food, which is basically yeah. the same as dried cat food. And exactly yeah. as Glyn explained, you just set it up to automatically dispense food at your predetermined time. So is there a gate that lifts up? Um, it, it, no, it what it actually is, it's if you imagine it's a bit like a sort of mil, like a like a uh, a wheel, like a oh, what do you call these? Oh, I uh, see. Uh, Turned round. Uh, right. Yeah, I forget the name of the the ship that has it on it. Uh, the uh, the old fashioned New Orleans ships, water wheel sort of steam. thing. Steam, like a steam wheel, so that it's got sections yeah. in it, and as it turns, those sections drop through a hole, um, so you can. Okay. Uh, it's one portion per section. I think the wheel is split into four, so there's a quarter. So each quarter turn is a portion of food. So you just tell the machine how many times to turn, thus how many portions to dispense. And you made it yourself? Uh, I didn't make the machine. I bought the machine on Amazon, the same as Glyn. Oh. But I but I made the brick and wooden hedgehog feeding restaurant myself, yes. You could you could, you could do with cleaning the little hut. It's filthy. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It's natural. <laughs> it's the way nature wants it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well done. Well done to both of you for Thank getting you. solutions. Thank you, Glenn, for posting that. Uh, Motorbike helmet visor is next. Oh, yes. This is a bit of Heath Robinson from me, I guess, I think. Um, I couldn't find one of these. My motorbike helmet visor thingy just wouldn't stay up anymore. I think I might have mentioned it before. It wouldn't stay up. It just kept flopping down. And right. You, so when you're cycling along, you can't have it up. And it's supposed to be able to go up. Anyway, I couldn't find one of these for love nor money. I went the, the only the only place I could find them was in China and via eBay. I thought I'm not doing that. Don't trust them. Yeah. So anyway, 
um, I decided to try and do something myself. So a DIY special, and I got some blue tack, and I put it around the pivots. Oh, you've got to love blue tack. Yeah, and, 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 it, and it works absolutely perfectly. It, it, I'm, I mean, Chris Kelly was helpful in terms of suggesting some other outlets, but I did check those as well And I, before I did this blue tack thing. But in the end, I got these bits of blue tack, rolled it into a kind of sausage, a long sausage, wrapped it around the two pivots, and sure enough, of course, the blue tack holds it in place wherever you put it, and, you know, voila, job done. It, I can, it holds it at any position I want to put it in. Excellent. Yes, yes. And it costs next to nothing. Cheap as chips. Indeed. Oh, that was it. Goodness me. OK, moving on. <laughs> Gareth Williams. Now, this is an interesting one because this is something I've never got on with. So I wonder if Gareth can sway me here. A Yosh car phone mount holder. A magnetic air vent mobile phone cradle magnet. These are these mobile phone holders that you clip into the air vents in your car, into the fresh air. Oh, yeah. Vent. Gareth says, I picked this up recently to replace my old pinch clip system phone holder for the car. I'm extremely pleased so far. I was provided with two magnetic holders that attach nicely to an air vent and four, yes, four in brackets, plates to attach to phone cases. All my main phones are now nicely covered in this bundle. To date, it has worked flawlessly. Simply get in and plonk my phone on the cradle and job done. Easy to remove and put in another car or carry with you as, as a spare. Great value and all-round quality, only £9. I think probably the problem with me is that my phones are always bricks. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I just don't think such a thing would be strong enough to hold my phone. But for smaller, sensible-sized phones, I, yeah, I mean... As I say, I've not personally got managed to get along with these. Have you used... Oh, you don't drive, do you, Ted? So I tried... Well, I, but back in the day when I was driving, I did try something similar, and I, and I always felt as though the, the vent wasn't strong enough. Yeah. But may, maybe cars are made more strongly now, and the vents are better, or maybe these things are more clever in the way they clip on, or whatever, I don't know. But the whole solution looks like a great one, and it's obviously working for Gareth. Um and it's got the, this whole magnet thing going on. So, yeah, great. It looks super. If it works, then great. Whatever, Whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're good or what? <laughs> Very good. Thanks, Gareth. Right. Um, the uh, Lastly in this section, I wanted to just mention my new Oppo phone, which has been actually loaned to me by a member for review. And it's got this... Um, uh, it's got this microscope camera on the back with a ring flash it's just amazing this phone is not new it's been out for like about a year but it was really really expensive and um, I could never afford to buy one yeah. but you can see in the show notes there I've taken a photograph with this thing you can take it on 30 times or 60 times magnification um, and it's as I say it's got its own ring light um, around the lens um, which we've been used to using with SLRs for, for decades and it works really well you can you can if you want to take close-up photos i've included one here of some fibers um from just putting it on my trousers while i've been sat there and you can see how ridiculously close it gets now if you if you um wanted to have some fun with this you could obviously do insects and things that are just things that are just tiny and and have some fun with it and, and that's what it's for really for me it's not for any medical use or any other function just artistic fun which i think i will have with it while i've got it with that, I concur. Artistic fun. I mean, it's a bit like that microscope thing you brought onto the show a little while ago that we both said, well, it's pretty useless, but it would be great fun to play with. Yeah. I agree. Something like this is great 
fun in inverted commas, but I'm sorry, I've said many times, until they start putting lenses in phones that are at least two or three centimetres across, as long as the lens is the size of my little finger, I just can't take it seriously. I just can't. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, the, 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 the image is going to be a three megapixel Such one. a and shame, because the technology yeah. behind these lenses is phenomenal, but the lenses yeah. are the size of pinheads. <laughs> But don't get me on that one. Indeed, <laughs> but but it's yeah, it's a three megapixel camera, um, and it's um, it, it, but it's just really good fun, and I'm really enjoying playing with it. I must say, and I should be sad to see it go when it goes, if it goes. So there you go, the Oppo Find X3 Pro microscope. Have fun while you may. Still using, still. Your turn. I am still using my <laughs> sprung black kick-down doorstay spring-loaded secure drop arm doorstop. Oh, yeah. Now, what that means is, do you remember, it was a while ago now. I mean, in July 2019, so nearly three years ago. Um, I've got a, a bathroom door that swings closed and sometimes I want it to stay open and it's basically a little kick a little kickstop for the door. Cheap and cheerful. It only cost, I mean, £6.51 at the moment. Um, the only problem I had, you may remember, is that my bathroom floor was a bit too slippy for it. So even with the kickstop down, the door still pushed close. But I solved that by getting some of that very rough, frictionful um, sticky tape that you use for grips and, and handles. And oh, things. you sent me some of and that, I put, yeah. And I put a piece of it on the floor in the appropriate place. And yeah. it's been working absolutely fine for three years, ever since. So I'm very happy with it and still using it on a daily basis. I bought one of those on the back of your recommendation and I was using it in a previous <laughs> static home um, and I didn't need it here. and I'd forgotten all about it, to be honest. But yeah, it was it worked very nicely when I had it. Well, what I've got now here is, and I'm looking at it now down the hallway, is a, it's a it came with the van. It's a ball. It's like a it's like a, a a ball made of rope and it's really heavy and it just sits there. Oh, the door like a, like a door weight, <laughs> like a stage weight. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works really yeah, well. Yeah, there's all you but can anyway, go to yeah. garden centres and find all sorts of strange shaped and yeah. fabricated things like that. Yes. Anyway, I'm still using it and I'm very happy with it and it only cost me six quid, so it's nearly cheap as chips as well. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Well, well done. I'm I'm still using my cheese grater, which I brought to whatever works seventy four around the same time as you actually in nineteen. Um, and still going this is now 16 quid it was cheaper at the time I think but anyway this is a, a an Invero cheese grater um, and and the only problem with it is that which was remained on, on day one I mean it's been remained since day one yes. is that the um, you, you've got to stick it with the sucker to a really, really, really flat surface, like glass. Which would just say to the, to the listeners, this is, this is not just a... This, it looks more like a mincer, like a grinder. It actually sort of sits yeah, on a table yeah. and you turn a handle, don't you? You do, yeah. 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 But, it, but, if you, but if you try to stick it, the base, it's got this kind of suction thing. Yes. You, 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 you move this lever over when it's in position and it's supposed to sucker it to the table or, you know, the surface. Yes. Anyway, we've experimented with this and the only surface that it will stick to really is a glass-like one. Um, so I tend to use it on the hob, on the, the glass hob. Um, and if you do that, it works absolutely fine. It doesn't move or anything. You try and stick it to a table, and when you start um, turning the handle, it just comes away. So it's, but you know, once it's stuck, it's great. Oh, oh. 
Yes, no more cheesy jokes, please. <laughs> Listen, yes, you've got to really love cheese to warrant this. Or can I do see on Amazon it does say fruit cutter. Can you put other things through yeah, this, like put, your fingers, for instance? I mean, yeah, you, um, you can you, you can put carrots and stuff in it. You can do what you like in it, really. It is like a mincer for cheese, isn't it, really? Kind of. It's a, it's a, it's a cheese. It's a, it's a grater. It's a food grater, and you can do what you like in it. And it comes with three different sized drums, so you can have three different sized cutting holes, and they go in the drum, and you can just um, interchange them and then turn the handle, and just depending on how um, you know how cut you want your stuff to be. We put eggs in there as well. Um, you know, you can grate your eggs in there, your boiled eggs. You know, and um, whatever you want, really. Whatever, as long as it's something that is not. I mean, you wouldn't put. Um, uh, uh, an orange in there because an orange would just kind of mush up. No, I mean you wouldn't put a stapler in there. I mean you have to be, <laughs> you have to sort of be, use it with caution. But it is, uh, it is serious cheese grating for the cheese connoisseur, isn't it? I mean, oh yeah, it's a good machine. I like nice. it. And I, th- I think it was thirteen quid at the time. But yeah, sixteen pound now is still worth it. I think. But I think as as we say, I mean you could put a finger in by mistake. You'd have to use it very carefully, wouldn't you? <laughs> Anyway, moving on before the cheese jokes begin. Gareth Williams is back with a Hercules Jog Vision DJ control. What? <laughs> it's a DJ turntable. Gareth says, I have been using my Jog Vision for many years now. I bought it to replace the Hercules RMX that I used in my previous life in London's pub and club scene. I don't know, used to be a Yay. gangster, Gareth. <laughs> It is an excellent tool for mixing and creating music and works with PC or Mac. And I've even hacked it together with the USB port for Android tablets. It can be used with any existing in-house system, portable or portable setup, and has a host of ports for mic inputs and such, leaving you no end of entertainment possibilities. Although my days of being on the front line of a Friday or Saturday night are over, I do still like to indulge myself on a cold or rainy day playing about with this old favourite. This is old tech meets new, isn't it? I love this. My daughter has also had fun adding beats and looping parts of her TikTok tunes on it. That's Greek to me. Talk about Latin from earlier. Still some (laughs) life left in the jog vision yet. Who knows, he says. Maybe the old stager will make a brief retirement cameo. Oh, yes. Come and mix some some tunes on our show, Gareth. £200, he says. So, I mean, you've got to want one of these. But um, it really yeah, is. Yeah. It's it's old meets new. I like this. It's good old good old fashioned, but with the with the new twist. I like this. I do too. I, I back in the day when um, in the eighties, I was a uh, I did some DJing at the local hospital social club, and I really really enjoyed it. I mean, it, obviously it was you know LP records then, but presumably this isn't LP records, is it? It's those two turning things are just jog wheels. They're jog they're not, wheels. They don't, don't yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. no more arms and needles and records, which no, is a shame. No, but that's, no. that's it's still, it's based upon old technology, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And and I had great fun with that when I was using it. It was just, I used to really look forward to going down to the club when there was a disco and I was I was lined up to be DJ. I found the, the talking um, over the microphone uh, and and getting the banter going, I, very very difficult to do that. Um, you know, you 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 suddenly realise how good these radio DJs are to just keep the the chatter going. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, yes, but you you do. I mean, you you probably be better at it because you're a pro. I have I've have had and again in a, like Gareth and in a lifetime ago. I did uh, work with a guy who we used to do some nights in a club called Bananas in London, um, yeah. and I've DJed there. 
for my sins. And I mean, I wouldn't be seen dead in such a place these days, but the things we do when we're younger, <laughs> eh? Do you remember you brought some I-N-E-O-S uh, disinfectant gel onto the show that you said was perfect oh, yeah. and you really enjoyed it? Well, coincidentally, I have also been using <laughs> I-N-E-O-S hand spray. I, I bought it during COVID uh, and it's really good. And I've just bought another three bottles of the stuff because the one I had in my car was starting to run low and I jumped onto Amazon and it's £2.28 for a bottle. And I'm just looking at it now. It must be about 200 mils in there, something like that, 150, 200 mils in a bottle. And it's really, really nice stuff. It smells nice. It's good on the hands. You know, it's, it's, it's a disinfectant spray. Spray, spray on the hands, rub it in, job done. Nice, refreshing smell, clean hands, no COVID. Um, so a, I think it's the same stuff, isn't it? Does it smell of alcohol? Yes, I think it's. Well, yeah. I mean, the stuff that you. I, I don't know. I think the stuff that you brought on the show was a gel, with a pump. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It it, it was a. Oh yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, yours yeah, was yeah, a yeah, gel yeah, in a yeah, pump, yeah. and this is actually a yeah. spray. Um, yeah, right, okay. So this is more of a liquid form than the gel. But uh, basically, same stuff, mm. different form, and excellent. Well recommended. Lovely price. Yeah, yeah. Go buy some. Indeed, and, and and hopefully refillable. Like my next item is, which I was a a fifty a fifty p Sainsbury's hand wash bottle with a pump action thingy. Actually, on that link that I provided today, there doesn't seem to be a pump action on it anymore. But when I bought my ones a while ago, there was, and I think these now are refills. Um, anyway, I was looking for a shampoo dispenser for my new shower, yeah, and I thought to myself. I don't want to, you know, one of these things that stick on the wall um, or start drilling the side of the... I don't want to do that. So um, I just decided to stick one on the floor. And I thought, right, stick this Sainsbury's hand wash thing in it, fill it up with shampoo, and then you've got a pump dispenser sat on the floor. The the the, the, the shower is so big, I can just bend over, ooh, missus, and um, then just, you know, uh, dispense it onto my hand while bent over. Um, You're going to have a so, Midsummer Murders-style accident and bend over and smack your head on the side of the shower <laughs> and fall unconscious yeah. and drown. <laughs> anyway, yeah, think about those things that you buy with um, products in, like, hand wash and how they can be reutilised for something yes. else later, yes. even if it's just the same thing. I'm buying Kenko coffee um, granules in that way as well now and just buying the refill bags. Excellent, And excellent. also, my, I'm still using my soap in a bag thingy which we spoke about on the show a long time oh, ago. Oh, is this I the one said, my mother's got one? Yes, yes. Yeah. She, she keeps her face mask in it now. But she did say to me the other day, isn't this the thing that Ted uses for soap? And I said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Anyway, I still use that, and it works really well. It does a good job, and that hangs from the, the, the shower thing. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. Um, so, yeah, that was my cheapest chips, which is almost nothing. I want one, I want one, I want one. I don't really want one of these. It's just I'm intrigued. I mean, I want, again, like I've said before, I want to just see one and I'll probably go, good Lord, this is awful, and then not want it at all. But what I've discovered is the mighty sight wearable magnifying eyewear with built-in lights. I have to confess, <laughs> dear viewer, I saw a television advert, which is uh, the bane of my life, but I was walking through the living room and this advert came on and I thought, what's that? I'll look it up on Google. And I did, and I've discovered this... I mean, I'm sure it's useless. So please don't anybody take anything I'm about to say, you know, take it all with a pinch of salt. But this is a magnifying 
pair of glasses that you wear over the top of your ordinary glasses and it gives you a claimed 1.6 times magnification, which they call 160%, but I've read that that means 1.6 times um, magnification. And he's got two little built-in LED lights on either side, so you can feel like some sort of Borg alien from Star Trek. And, I mean, you're supposed to be able to sit and comfortably read or work on your you know, whatever it, whatever craft it is you're doing with this fantastic, amazing uh, 1.6 enhanced vision. Um, and it's rechargeable. It's got a USB, whichever it doesn't say, charging cable for the LEDs. And it's probably useless, but I'd like to try one. That's all I have to yeah, say. <laughs> I think it looks like a lot of fun, doesn't it? it yeah, it looks like and a lot of useless can, fun. You can imagine um, using, it might be useful for people, particularly older people, um, like my mum and dad, if they need to read what's on the side of a medicine bottle or a... Well, this is um, the thing. I'd know. love to get one for my mother and I'd be very happy to pay the £19.99 that it costs if it's any good, you yeah. know. But I suppose with, uh, with Amazon, one can always say, this is crap, have it back. Yeah, you could do that and they'll let you keep it knowing you. Hey, there's a jingle. This is crap, have it back. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll say to me, no, no, please keep it. We'll refund you the £19. <laughs> yeah. This is crap, have it back. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we have a show title. I wonder if I'll get away with that one. Uh, right. The, I want a Logitech... Um, actually, I'm not sure if I do, really. I've tried like a... Like me, you just um, think you want one, but you don't really. Yeah. yeah. I've tried a, a vertical mouse once before, and I thought I found it really strange and odd. However, this is a new one. It's called the Lift, and you can get it in right-hand um, drive and left-hand drive. <laughs> and it looks very pretty. They've Logitech have thought of some very nice colours to, to throw out here. Um, and essentially, if you look at this thing, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever used a vertical I'd mouse. I've never heard of, your, of a vertical mouse before. No, this is in, all new to me. Instead of your wrist being on the table while you hold the mouse, so that the pressure is on you, the, the whole of the bottom of your palm... Imagine turning your your wrist sideways, yes. and 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 so the bit of this of, that's on the table is actually the the bit under your baby yes. finger, just that, yeah, and and it's got all the buttons. If you if you imagine your hand holding that way, um, you can imagine the buttons are in the right place for your fingers still in the same exactly. Yeah, the I mean, same I'm way. sitting here holding my ordinary mouse at a forty five degree at a ninety degree angle. And, yeah, it does feel very weird. There must be some muscle learning to go on with this if you actually had one. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It's the same as, like, the split keyboard thingy, which they say that, that you know, these split yes, keyboards... Yes, I do, yes, yes. Um, which, ...which kind of array out from the middle. They, they reckon that people that should use those are people that are big people like me, wide people, because it means that your hands are not pushing inwards yeah, yeah, towards the middle. Yeah, it all makes sense. They're, they're, yeah. they're further out, yes. yeah. So all these ergonomic um, things are pretty good. Now, this um, this uh, mouse, I don't know how much it is. Um, I'm not even sure if you can buy it yet, but usually Logitech stuff isn't too expensive. Yes. Let me see if I can quickly Well, when you're doing it, I could say my brother... Uh, I remember some years ago, my brother had a mouse that was a bit like the, you sort of taking the trackball out of a laptop and turning it into a mouse. It was a full-size mouse that you put your hand on, but you didn't move it around. You just moved the ball that was on the top of oh, the mouse yeah. with your finger. Uh, I yeah. kind of got... I played with that for a while and sort of got the hang of it, but didn't see the point of it. Um, but again, because it, it stops you having to move your arm all over the desk. 
Yeah, and it's also like a trackpad. Yeah, app, yes. The Apple Basically, track, the, it is. I, I, I used I used an Apple trackpad for a couple of years, and it, and you do get used yeah. to it. And that Apple, particularly the Apple one, is really really well made. It is, and you do you're, you you instead of it's like using a track bag on a trackpad on a laptop, yeah. but it's off. Yeah, but to, I've never got to used side. to them on laptops. I mean, I always no, stubbornly I. plug a mouse into a laptop. I will Me not too. use the trackpad. Me too. But when the trackpad is a bigger pad and it's off to your right where your mouse hand is, it's just different. Yes, I get the point. Yes, I understand that. OK, now how much is this lovely new lift mouse then? Um, it's about 70 quid. So, so it's, yeah, it, it's not, not cheap. No, but it's but... similar to the high end Logitech normal mice. Yeah, 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 exactly. They look really nice. and You can get a pink one. I fancy a pink one. I'm sure you do, dear. <laughs> Well, we've got a bumper room 101 this week, haven't we? Do you want to make a start? Oh, yeah, we've yeah. got lo Ian lots of bad vibes in the air. <laughs> yeah, everyone hates everything. Ian Barton is back on superstition, and I completely agree with him. Superstition is the most ridiculous thing yes, ever. Yes, Supernatural claptrap. Anyway, um, he was on a plane. You're losing listeners on... by the second, Ted. <laughs> uh, on a plane, Ryanair. And he was um, sitting, minding his own business, and happened to look up and noticed that the locker numbers went from 12 and the next one was 14. They'd missed 13 out. <laughs> he, he says it's mad, yeah, confusing. it is weird. It, uh, and, and I completely agree. And, and um, someone else pointed out, I think, in the group, that if you go to another part of the world where the number four is supposed to be unlucky, then they miss the That's four right. out. Yeah. I, remember, I remember that with someone was making phones and they, there was a, a three and they jumped straight to the five. Um, I can't remember which one it was now, but that, that was all to do with blooming voodoo, hokum pokum. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Anyway. Um, the air, the airline apparently says that um, it's because people um, wouldn't book the seats. They he went off and found this quote from the airline and said that when they tried to to use number thirteen, people just wouldn't book those seats, and so presumably they they sat empty on the flight. Have you ever heard of an airline <laughs> crash where everyone survived except those who were sitting in <laughs> row thirteen? I remember years and years ago, I worked at the local theatre, and a girl there who I worked with and I, we were tasked with doing something in the theatre and I remember just for fun we put up a ladder and we leant it against a wall and we put on green clothes and we walked underneath the ladder and she whistled while I said Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth <laughs> and, yeah. and we're both still alive nothing has happened yeah, yet yeah, yeah. good <laughs> <for> you <laughs> yes oh but it's me I've got to sorry <laughs> risen from the dead I bring you Matt Jones on YouTube adverts oh yes me too Matt I get it, says Matt, that adverts make the world go round, but the sheer volume of them and the way they are presented on YouTube is awful. The deal should be, if I don't want to buy premium, I have to watch a few adverts. But this feels more like I am being bullied into buying premium, as the service is close to unwatchable in its free form now. Since when has an awful four-minute rap music video been an advert? <laughs> My content is regularly interrupted every few minutes with stuff like this. Yes, and well, you know what annoys me, Ted, is when you when it pops up saying, your video will start after this ad, so you wait till the end of the ad. And then another ad comes on and it says, your video will start at the end of this ad. And you think, how many are there? Yeah, I, I yeah. agree with you, Matt. They're, they are the bane of life, aren't they? I think that the way that um, 
for example, Channel 4 do it on the catch-up service or OTV yeah. is fair enough because you get the same advert breaks as you would through the programme yes. as if you were watching it on the telly. Fair enough. Um, the, other, the, the thing that really annoys me about this whole thing, um, and I said to Matt in the group about this in MeWe, that I pay for premium because I think it's worth it. Right. It's a coffee a week okay. to make. And I, it's £12 a month, and I think that's a coffee a week, and I think it's worth it. Anyway... Um, what annoys me is that even though I pay for it, I still get adverts. Though they're not YouTube's own adverts, but the content providers do deals oh, to make money, yes. and they just stick them in anyway. And so there should be something that YouTube do with these content providers to say, no, this person has paid for an ad-free experience, so you need to take these adverts out if this person is watching it. I don't see why that shouldn't be done, and why technically it's not possible, but that's really, really annoying. Xerxes Hodivala said, there is another solution. Try using AdGuard. Um, so if you watch YouTube in a browser, um, you've got AdGuard installed, and he said that that works a treat. It takes those adverts out. So you could try that if you want. But if, if that gets too widely known, then so no doubt... It actually, so if you're Google going to watch jump, a video... No, no doubt. No, excuse, Sorry. excuse me, I haven't finished that. <laughs> Shut your gob. No doubt, I was going to say, if Google get hold of that and it's widespread enough, they will... Um, you know, they'll close that down. Your turn now. Over. Oh, sorry about that, Ted. I was just thinking, so if you're going to watch a video and it wants to play your 20-second ad, are we saying that it will play your video instantly or you'll simply get 20 seconds of nothing and then your video? Is it actually remove the advert from the experience? Yeah, that's, they should do that's that. That's excellent. They should do that. I tell you what I do. Yeah, they I, should. No, no, no. I'm not saying they do do that. So that's what I'm saying. They should do. What I do is yeah. I belligerently... I look away. If the advert is playing, I quite <laughs> deliberately will not watch it. I turn the volume down. I look in another direction and I wait till it's over. I think I'm not going to give you the satisfaction. It's like road rage. If somebody wants to stick their finger up me and shut up and shout, <laughs> I'll say that again. If somebody wants to stick their finger up at me and shout at me through the window, I make a point of looking in the other direction and thinking what a lovely day it is just to annoy them. That's that. That I can see the logic in that, but by doing what you're doing with YouTube, no one's going to know you. Yes, that. I know, but I know. <laughs> um, but it, but anyway, what what happens you is that you have to skip over these adverts. Even me, the premium person, you can't skip over the adverts if you're not a premium. Right. But you know, I just skip over them, and it's just annoying that you've then got to guess where the end of the advert. Yes, and is. it is very annoying if you're doing some sort of research and you're looking quickly at video after video after video, and suddenly you're you're, you're you have to halt for thirty seconds while some bloody advert plays. Blasted right, I agree with you. Frank Neidhardt has been visiting Cornwall. He lives in Germany, and he wants to throw Room One Hundred One into Room One Hundred One water taps in the UK. <laughs> he, oh yes. He says, he says that there. Um, why would you have two taps on a basin, hot and cold, separate taps? And to some degree, I think he's got a point. He says, if you wash your hands with, if you want to wash your hands with warm water, then you've got to fill the basin up, thereby wasting water and blah blah blah. Or choose to burn your hands or wash them in cold yep. water. Yep. What's the point? Why don't they just have mixer thingies yep. on every single thing as standard? In Germany, we have single taps where the water temperature mixes. That's much more sensible. And the water also, this is his other gripe, 
is that the water tends to be then more like to the centre of the basin. And so you haven't got to jam your hands in right next to the back of the basin. I I get all that. I'm with Frank on this. I think he's quite right. Do you? Well, it was interesting. On the group, it may have been Frank himself, but somebody posted a video of this young chap who does a lot of uh, interesting videos, who, by the way, I think looks like Steve Litchfield as a younger man, but that's beside the point. Um, And he was explaining rather well the reason, which is all to do with cold water water tanks in lofts that are not considered safe water and therefore because the cold water feeds the hot tank is that how it works yes because the cold water tank in the loft feeds the hot water it must be kept separate from the cold water which is coming from the main which is considered safe and it's therefore in order to separate the safe hot and the unsafe cold or did I get that the wrong way around water oh you mean for drinking yeah to, to do well just to, to do right. with you just to do with the fact that because it's considered unsafe you therefore must not mix it with the with the safe water that's apparently where it all began um so but i I totally agree with frank and i I mean i hate it if i go to a hotel or anywhere where they've got these two taps it it really is annoying and as as you say you're either burning your hands or you're having to try and use up a lot of water mixing it around in the sink to get it to the temperature that you want so um yeah i'm with frank but i also understand the, the the basic reason why it started in the first place 2022 I tell you what they should get right in 2022. This one's mine. This is toilet roll dispensers in any and all public place. I've noticed it. As as we know, I've been abroad lately. I've noticed it doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what class of establishment you're in. It doesn't matter whether it's a restaurant or a hotel or a pub or a public convenience. What is wrong with toilet dispensers? The toilet roll is always curled up on the inside and you find yourself on your knees in this cubicle sticking your hand up inside the bloody thing to try to find the end of the toilet roll to pull it out. Why can't somebody design a toilet roll dispenser that works? Yeah, I finished now. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying, yeah. And I think some of these ones, they just leave them now without the cover on so that the, that doesn't happen. I've seen that in, in less salubrious um, Yeah, or you get the uh, ones uh, that are supposed to be really clever and so you pull on it and it sort of yanks shut and you get a single piece. But then what happens is the, 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 the broken end ends up up inside the machine. And so, as I've just said, yeah, you end yeah, up having yeah. to retrieve yeah. it. Oh, I do agree. Yeah, I do agree. Oh. I think you're quite right. The, the best thing to do is crap at home. <laughs> is that the end of Room 101? The advice, crap at home. <laughs> oh, now, now the best part of the show. Now we get to hear the jingle. Yay. I want to give a gold star or who or is it a what or a who I'm not quite sure I want to give a gold star if I may to Sanderson's throat specific mixture um many 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 years ago when I was a younger man performing quite regularly and using my voice a lot and doing shows and singing often and losing my voice I was recommended to try a product called Sanderson's specific mixture which is basically for sore throats uh loss of voice for catarrh hoarseness all that kind of stuff and I found it to be a astonishingly good if I had overdone it and I was talking like this and I had to sing and I had no voice I would find that a gargle with throat specific the bad news is it was like gargling with someone else's vomit I mean it's just horrible (laughs) but the good news is by 
golly, it works. It's unbelievable. It was so good. I read the, ins I, um, I got it out recently. The reason I'm bringing it to the show now is because my poor mother, as you know, we, we, we went away on a cruise um, uh, in just a week or two ago, which was wonderful. And my mother had a lovely time, but unfortunately has been rather ill since she came home and has had a uh, loss of voice and sore throat. And so she, I gave her a bottle of this and said, here, use this, which she has been doing. And I read the, the ingredients, yeah. which include uh, capiscum tincture, acetate acid, and my favourite, extract of squill. I mean, that sounds like something out of Shakespeare, doesn't it? Extract of squill, my dear. But um, anyway, this stuff is amazing. And the reason I'm giving it a gold star is because it does appear that it's um, no longer made. Uh, I, bought quite, I bought three or four bottles of it a couple of years ago because I had the feeling it was going off the market. And it is indeed going off the market. And if you look online now, I challenge you, you won't find a bottle available. However, mm. the update is that I sent some emails out this week and infohealth.co.uk, who I believe are these days the distributor, have let me know that, um, in their own words, we should have this back into the market around June 2022. Um, ah. So it's an amazing product. I absolutely stand by it, have done for literally decades. And I'm very glad to say that although I thought it was going to be gone from the world for good, it may be back next month. End of sermon. It's almost a better before. It, uh, yes, but it, it's, it's, it's snuck back in again because it's going to be back. Yeah, at that point, when I said that, I thought that you would put the jingle. Oh, the better before jingle. Oh, let's have the better before jingle. Better before, and there it was. But it took, yeah. But it took the second time to do yeah. it. Okay, <laughs> I'm slow. Yeah, this sounds like this stuff that when we were kids, I remember we didn't own up to having sore throats because my my mum had this spray which she used to spray into our throats, yeah. and it was absolutely disgusting. I remember, right. and we hated it. And so we, if we had a sore throat, we just didn't <laughs> tell anyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I say, so it might, it might have been the same. Yeah, stuff. I mean this stuff. Is absolute as I say, it's gargling with someone. It smells like vomit. I mean, but you know, no pain, no gain. It really is incredible stuff. Very good. Well, we'll look forward to June twenty two <laughs> when we can get some. <laughs> and that's about it. I think we've we're done. We've had a, a fun packed show today, and we'll be back in another two weeks with another one, won't we, young? We Aiden? certainly shall, old Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works dot works is our website. Links to everything we've been talking about today in there. TedSalmon.com is where you go if you get lost. We've got links in there to all of the audio podcasts and all of the MeWe group. So do come and join us. Talking of the MeWe group. We have the MeWe group running, of course, so let us know whatever works in your life. We'll bring the highlights of that to the show's forthcoming. Last words from young Aidan. It's all very silly, and I hope you're enjoying it, because it's just turning into a stupid natter show, and I love it. I hope you do too. It's, you're all doing very, very well. well. Very well. <laughs> One more thing to say. Don't forget, whatever, whatever works, works. works. Oh. <laughs>